This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series, the show in which we look ahead to Arsenal's next and final fixture of the season. Uh, We've made it to the end. It may not end how we wanted it to, but it is going to end. And so I'm joined, as always, by a few of our guests from the Discord server and our members to talk about what could be happening in tomorrow's game. Very happy to be joined by Chris. How are we doing, Chris? We all right? We good? We well? Doing very well, mate. How are you? All right? Yeah, not bad. Not too shabby at all. We're also joined by how for the benefit of this show, see the sun is out down here in Kent as well. It's uh, it's been a good day, and I've spent it working because that's how life works for me. Um, <laughs> but yes, fantastic day in terms of weather. And um, we're also joined by Ojo. How you doing, Ojo? You well? You good? I'm good. I'm good, Tom. How are you? How are you guys? Very good. Very good indeed. Um, a little relieved that I don't have to suffer through the game tomorrow. It's the first game I'm missing this season. There's a little part of me that is, I think, relieved um, that I'm just going to check my phone, I think, at four o'clock and see what's happened and then go mad or just get on with the rest of my day knowing that's what I thought <laughs> what was going to happen. Um, anyway, let's let's talk about it. Chris, uh, how likely is a miracle tomorrow in your mind? <laughs> super unlikely. Like, super unlikely. Uh, Norwich mm. are, are dreadful. Norwich are one of the worst teams I've ever seen play the game. So <laughs> so I'm not banking on them to do anything or pull up. Even if they get a draw, even if Tottenham gets a draw, the goal difference gives it to them. So I can't see Tottenham losing. No. No. I'm pretty much on the same wavelength. CT, are you in agreement with that? I think it's about a 5% chance. I think oh, I, I'm generous. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen worse teams than Norwich, but... Uh, it's very difficult to see them, you know, making one final comeback at the end of the season. Just not very unlikely, I think. Mm. And Ojo, not expecting anything, or are you going to throw in for the lottery? No, I think there is a chance. Oh, it's a delay. Sorry, there's going to be a delay between us today, Ojo. So you're just going to have to bear with yeah. me on that. But I can hear you now. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Now, I still feel there is a chance because as bad as Norwich are, we do know that this first team also lost the Conference League. So, are Norwich as bad as the Conference League? We will never know. 
<laughs> I love the theory. I, 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 mean, I never thought about it that way at all, but I love, I love trying to contextualize it and make it wish it into existence. So fingers crossed that that does come to fruition. Um, it's interesting because obviously from Arsenal's perspective, Chris, they're coming up against a team in Everton who, you know, have survived. All of their tweets, if you've seen on social media, have been about basically going out on the lash uh, this yeah, weekend yeah. to celebrate. Um, Richarlison had a beer in his hand, you know, after the game <laughs> in the dressing room. Do you think we're going to be coming up against an Everton side that have probably just thrown caution to the wind at this point? Yeah, I think like the boys it. are on the beach. The boys are on the beach. They've, they've, I'll like. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what lineup they bring out because I think a lot of their players mm. will be rested. I think a few for youngsters what? might what be, they be arrested in there. for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll just be the night out. I, I suppose. Yeah. I think they would be wasted more than rested. <laughs> I think they were out celebrating yeah. that they survived. But most of them would be wasted than rested. So yeah, I think that it's a good time for them to test their squad depth. You know, bring in a couple of players who haven't played this, that much this season, but uh, they're still dangerous. They're still like motivated team. Most of them will be. Most of them. Mm. Richarlison mm. loves a goal against Arsenal, so you know yeah, you does. never know. You might see that. I mean, I reckon he could play half cut anyway, so uh, yeah. it's uh, you might even be yeah. better playing like that. So <laughs> he's not been on the beers before the game. Chris, how do you think that Everton are going to approach this? Are you similar to to Chris there saying about they're going to be on the beach, or do you think they'll be taking it fairly seriously? So I've got input from my uh, Everton correspondent, a guy called Mike Colley, who's uh, a long time blue. It lives in a family in, in Liverpool where half of them are red, half of them are blue, and really, really suffers. And he's just sent me a WhatsApp message saying, the only players we want next year out of this lot are Pickford right, and Richarlison. All the rest of them can go. Wow. So I think I, this lot worries me, right? Because if you're sat there right, and you're playing for your life, I always worry about players that have got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm just not wildly confident that it's going to be the walk in the park that we think it might be. I still think we'll make it, and you'll see when we get there, right? But I think uh, they're dangerous, they're hurt, um, and some of them are playing for their living, like Iwobi, right? No one's going to buy Iwobi from them for anywhere near the money they paid from us. What's 35 million? (laughs) 35 million pounds. Unbelievable. And and basically, that's just getting, you know, I think that's us getting them back for Franny Jeffers when they sold him to us all those years ago and he was rubbish. (laughs) I just think, you know, fair trade. Um, so mm. I, I, I... Slightly I'm, different figures. CT, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not if you put inflation in. Sure, sure. Oh, was he, was, what was he, 11 million or something? And he was 35 and it was however many hundreds of years ago. So not that far out. Um, <laughs> but uh, not that I'm an accountant, obviously. Uh, yeah. So no, I'm slightly worried, but I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll win. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be the easiest of afternoons. Mm. Danny's our, our relevant uh, accountant. 8.5 million is how much he costs. There Thanks, you go. Danny. It's close. No, it's pretty darn close. Pretty close, to be fair. Uh, Ojo, I mean, are you expecting, as you said a second ago, for them to be wasted rather than rested for this game? Yes, yes, Tom. I don't think Everton will show up tomorrow. It's at our stadium, right? The game. It's an home yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Everton... I Everton, now that they know that they're safe, because they were pretty playing like crap when they know they were going to get relegated. Now that they're safe, I don't expect them to do much better. No, they're just going to come in and maybe they'll try for 5-10 minutes and then even if they lose, there is no consequence for them. So I don't expect them to do much. Then again, we also have our team because the point is will Arsenal show up? 
because we expected mm. them to show up before Newcastle, and we all know how that went. So, yeah, not great. Wait and see. Not great at all. Um, Chris, I mean, when you think about this Arsenal team and the motivation, do you expect them to respond from the Newcastle game? Do you sense some irony in that when, you know, it's out of our hands now, this is when we show up rather than when it was in our hands? Yeah, look, I want them to. Like, I wanted, I wanted them to against Newcastle. Now, but I don't know if they can. I think that, like, watching them last week, I think they're gone. I think they're so tired. The players just don't look like they're there. I think they really want to put in a good effort, but they just don't have the legs. Odegaard's played every minute. Saka looks dead. Martinelli, Emil Smith-Rowe still looks like he isn't fit. And Keddy is putting in a shift, but he's only played half the season. I just don't think the legs are there anymore. And people are like whinging, saying, oh, it's only one game a week. The game's changed. This high-press like game we're playing is like super hard on these players. Saka had the World Cup. He had all last season and this season. The boys are busted. The boys are tired, and I'm um, I'm not expecting anything good from them. I really mm. am. Like I'm, ex- I think it must probably be a draw. Really? Do you agree, CT? I mean, do you expecting kind of a bit of uh, an indifferent performance, or do you think they're going to be very motivated for this? I think it's last game of the season, home crowd. I mean, mm. the whole atmosphere in in Emirates this year has been so good, right? I think they'll pick themselves up one last time and drag themselves over the line. I think so, right? Yeah. Um, and I think because just because I think when you hear that, you know, when you hear that roar, right, and, you, you know, and the North Bank starts jumping up and down and stuff like that. I mean, it's just it's it's got to give you that extra lift. Do you think I, the fans will be like that? Because they're pretty, you know, done in <laughs> at the moment. You know, I, don't, I really don't agree. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, I think there's so I've been thinking about this. Right. I think in the Twitter sphere or the, the mm. media sphere or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The I toxic sphere. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get those echo chambers of doom and you get the echo chambers of success and there's no real reality. Whereas you turn up in the ground, right? You know, we've all spent over a grand a year to go there, right? Mm. Even the cheapest seats are a grand, right? You know, you're not, of course you're committed, you know? You're watching 20 games this season. That's 50 quid a game on average. You know, it's like, come on, if you don't turn up and support them and if you don't, you know, so I think it's a different type of fan. You know, you only get 60,000 in there. Um, mm. Actually, you know, we entered this season, right, thinking we'd be happy with six, right? You know, we, we, you know, I remember my mates laughing at me and saying we'd get fourth or fifth, right? Right, you know, better luck. And I know, because I'm really not very good at, uh, at predictions. Mm. But, you know, we are in a, we've, uh, we've exceeded expectation. So why the hell wouldn't we go and turn up and cheer and shout and, and you know, go home with a sore throat one last time? I think that's you know I think that's that, that's how a role as people in inside the ground is to do that. So, and mm. you know, I, I absolutely think everybody will be there going. You know, we've seen some great football. We've we've had some ups. We've had some downs. You know, we've got a young side. You know, it's passion, right? And it's like you know, and you spent this money, and if you don't have that passion, why the hell just give it to someone else who's got passion? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, no, I, you, you echo a lot of my thoughts about, you know, match going fans. I remember I used to, you know, be videoing the, the walkouts on 80 minutes and seeing why are you why are you bothering? And like, I don't, yes, I get the idea that you know, traffic's bad and, you know, getting back in the tubes. Like, I know it, it can be bad. I've gone to games where it's bad and it's tricky to get back, but that's part of your commitment. You know, you deal with the fact that it's going to take a while to get home and that's why you go. 
Um, so that I don't that never really cuts it, you know, with me. I get it if we're five nil down on a cold night on a Tuesday against, you know, Spurs or something. But you know, when when it's like I think I was saw it in the North London Derby where it was two two at home, um, and fans were leaving on the 80th minute just because to try and beat the crowds. I can't get I, it. I don't. I just really don't understand it. Right. I all. Mm. You know. I, I, I probably once in the last ten years, I've not left. I've left early. Right. For some mm. reason, brother. I, I always stay. I always stay to the end, no matter how bad it is. You know. And no matter how good it is. You know. And then, yeah, mm. you try to sit the game with the mates around you, and then you calm down and you go home. And it's. And, and to me, that's part and parcel of the whole process. So no, I, I I can't understand why you would leave early. I can't understand why you spend all that money. You know, these these top games cost a pound a minute to watch. You know, why would you spend that money and then just go and get on a bus? It makes no mm. sense. Yeah, it's a bit strange, especially when you you know you spent half your fortunes trying to buy a sandwich um you know behind the scenes as well. Um Ojo, Arsenal approaching this Arteta, do you think he's gonna be in a position where he feels I want to say compelled to win because he should always feel compelled to win. But responding to Newcastle with a really big performance, there is an element of irony, of course, to it. But he's going to obviously want us to be in that position. And he spoke very, I thought, very optimistically in the in the press conference about, you know, he talked a lot about Champions League, no matter how unlikely it is. He seemed very, very optimistic, which just seems so out of touch from the reality of the situation. No, that's because I think even he underst- understands how sports operate. No? So there's always a chance even at the last moment of the last game. Mm. But if Arteta is the manager he portrays himself to be and uh, we believe that he is, then he has to go for this game. He, he cannot, uh, even though it could just end up being a meaningless match with uh, very little change to the result, but he has to go and win each game because that is the mentality you have to put into the team. So when the next season starts, you can always say, you know, we 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 played the end of last season, we finished it strong. And traditionally, I think Arsenal tend to win the last games of the season. Right? It's been a while since I remember us not performing well for the last game or at least the last home game of the season. And you know, going by all the circumstances surrounding this game, I expect us to go and do well, or at least Arteta to be pumped up for the game. Whether our players turn up, that is a completely different conversation. Let's go and have a look at our at our lineups. Um, let's go to Chris first. Talk us through your team, mate. Yeah, it's my team. So I've taken Eddie out from the normal teams and I'll put Lacquer back in. I think uh, the weight of the occasion, that's what I'm hoping for. Last game at home, it'll be his last game for Arsenal. I'm hoping that like inspires a little bit. He's got fresh legs, so that's why I put him in. And the other one is Leno. I put Leno in, same reason. And um, to be honest, I... I'm a bit, I'm a little bit not worried, but concerned about Ramsdale's form. XG has him four negative four, and Leno's mm. positive four. I know he adds a lot more with his kicking game, but I'm bringing in Leno for this last game to play in front of the Arsenal fans. He's been a good steward for the club, um, and that's kind of it. The other players are on the team. The only one who could have been an argument is Emil Smith Rowe for Martinelli, but I think uh, Emil Smith Rowe's been a little bit dreadful. I think he's, I don't know, it might be COVID. He might be nursing an injury. I don't know what's going on with him. But mm. he, he's been he's been terrible. Terrible. But, yeah, they're the only decisions I had to make because the rest of the team, what else can you do? There's no, there's no players. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm interested to know what Squeezy Cakes 17 the chat says Leno must start. Ramsdale disobeyed instructions. If I miss something, do you guys know what this means? I don't remember Ramsdale disobeying instructions. Um, maybe you can let us know in the chat box. Educate me. I'm 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 really curious now what you're talking about. CT, talk us through your team. A couple of changes from what Chris has selected there. Yeah, and I, and I had exactly the same conversations that he had. He's, we've just gone completely the other way around. I think mm. it, I think it would be nice to see Leno come out and say goodbye properly. Um, but I don't mm. think Arteta's got that um mental that that sort of um, sentimentality in him. Um, otherwise, I think I'd have picked him. Um, and I think I think you stick with Eddie. I think actually out of everything that's done with um, everything that's gone on with um, him over the last few games, he really has run his socks off. He's not tired. I think Lacquer Lacquer is is slow. And I think if we're going to turn mm-hmm. this team, and if they've really been on the lash, then we need to turn them. So I think you know we need we need Eddie's speed. So that was my argument. I put in mm-hmm. Smithrow rather than Martinelli, and um, primarily because um, I think. Uh, it's a Premier League game and I think it's good for ESR to come on and I think it will be good for his confidence. Um, I'm really looking forward to next year when we get five subs um, mm-hmm. because I think that will give us an awful lot more ability to change these things and actually be a little bit more flexible. And any other option was around Gabriel and whether he's going to be fit or not, or whether he's fit enough. And then I'd have just moved Xhaka back and put in uh, Sambi in the middle. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think, you know, We've got a pretty settled side, and I know, you know, we've had some some dodgy results, but I think, you know, we don't have anything else. You know, we've got some great players coming through, but I don't think they're ready yet. So I think that's where we are, where we are. Fair enough. And Ojo, talk us through this selection, please, mate. And Tom, once again, for the last time this season, you know for sure this is not the team I picked. Right? Well, what was the team I you picked, had, uh... Ojo? <laughs> Okay, I, I had uh, Ramsdale in goal. I had uh, Nuno Tavares and Cedric on the wings. And since mm. uh, Gabriel's on a doubt, I thought you and I could play centre-backs. Because, you know, what difference is it going to make? <laughs> but since you're going to a wedding, and that is not possible, <laughs> so we figured, okay, Gabriel and yeah, holding... That's why play. it's not possible, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, yes. Jacka, after his, I know, what is that Highlander speech the other day? So he has to play and make himself known that, you know, he's going to give 100%. And and up top, instead of NKT, I actually wanted Vivian Miedemar to play. But since you're a supporter of the patriarchy, you said, no, that can't happen. <laughs> so oh. yes, AD NKT is up top. But look, I, I respect uh, the admiration for Miedema. I really do. And there's no, no doubt in my mind that she definitely would have done a job for us this season in the men's team. Probably a lot better than what Lacazette was doing for most of it, in fairness. Um, and I'm thrilled that she's staying for another season. Um, but I'm sorry, these are the rules, Ojo, and I have to abide by them. The same reason as why, you know, I don't know why I'd put myself in you. You in particular, I can't believe why you'd put yourself <laughs> in the team. But, I know, uh, I know I'm actually an attacker, but uh, I could do a job. Okay, well, you know, I just need to believe it, is what they say. So uh, maybe one day. Um, I've gone slightly different, um, not really in terms of selection, Um Jack is there because I'm not 100% sure about Gabriel, basically, about whether or not Gabriel is fit. If Gabriel is fit, then of course, then Xhaka goes into that team um, 
into the midfield over the, in place of Le Congre. I'll just switch that around so people could see and not think I'm being a madman if they join in late. Um, but that was the reason why I did switch those two around. Um, and there is pictures of Gabriel and White both in training, but we don't know about their level of fitness and about whether they will be available. Um, I've gone for the this kind of setup because I'm so sick and tired of seeing Cedric and Tavares playing the same team and leaving our centre-backs so overly exposed. So by putting them into that back three, I just feel as though it kind of forces Cedric to be a little bit more as Piliqueta like in the Chelsea team when he plays this role, a little bit more defensive, a little bit more disciplined, and allows Tavares to be doing what he does best, which is going forward. So that's Tom, why I've gone Cedric is anything close to as Piliqueta, we will not be in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's purely descriptive. It's nothing to do with them being comparable in terms of quality, but uh, just in terms of that role, that's that's why I've gone with that. Team, and I think the rest of the team pretty much picks itself. I didn't go with Smith Rowe because I agree with Chris. I think he's been really quite poor um, of, of late. I just haven't been inspired by his performances. And someone actually sent me a message, um, I think it was on Twitter, asking a, a very good question actually about kind of what or who of the youngsters would I expect to kind of see their place in the team maybe lost by the signings that come in in the summer. And I think mm -hmm. it would be Smith Rowe of all of them at the moment because Martinelli, I think, has shown more energy and more, you know, forward thrust to the side and Smith Rowe has been really off the pace. So I feel like he might be one of those. And I actually think that he might be brought more central next season and they might try and develop him in that more central role because of Martinelli developing so well on the left-hand side. But that's the team. So it means we now finally finish off the show with our predictions. Chat box, get your predictions in there as well. We start with the Arsenal score. Chris, we'll go to you. Um... I think it's going to be one all, but I do have another <laughs> prediction. Yeah, I do have another prediction. I predict okay. at one all at the end of the game, Granite Xhaka will wave to the crowd. And then tomorrow on Twitter, people will be like, is this Granite Xhaka's last game for Arsenal? And it will blow up. And I pray that it is. If there's anything <laughs> I hope for, it's Granite Xhaka gone in the summer. We've never made the Champions League with him in the team. It's, it's his time. He's had a great season. It's time to go. It's time to go. Please, God, it's time to go. Oh, man, get off the fence about Granit Xhaka. Jeez, come oh, on. Oh, he's uh... the worst. <laughs> Him and Pepe can hang out. CT? Uh, so I think we will win 2-0. And I I would like to see Saka score and Xhaka. Um, I slightly have a... So my, my opinion of Xhaka this season has, has waxed and waned. Mm. Uh, there was an area three or four months ago when I really just... Didn't never want to see him on the spreadsheet, on, you know, on the team sheet. Oh. Um, however, right, I really liked his passion the other day. Right, <laughs> you can say, oh, he shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. But I actually, you know what? Right, if we, you know, proper proper guts and you know, blood mm. and thunder and guts and proper Arsenal DNA. So I do think we should keep him next year. Oh, um, proper but, Arsenal DNA. Oh, <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do it, CT. That's just... okay. So who else is standing up? Right, and who else is really leading this team, and who else is saying anything? Because the rest I think is the problem. That's the problem. So yeah, but so what are you going to do? Throw him away and bring in another vacuum, bring in another Ober. You know, he was a great player, but a terrible leader. You know, and I, so for me, don't get rid of him. Right, find someone better than him, make him compete for his position, and then at the end of next season, sell him to Italy. Fair enough. That's a good argument. Ojo, prediction? I'm going to go with Chris, you know, the one with the cool 
facial hair not uh, clean shaven <laughs> say one uh, <laughs> oh, one uh, granite jack hand wave to uh, arm and on the floor that's my prediction <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh, i'm going to go with arsenal 16 nil because uh, it closes the gap. <laughs> I won't tell you the score is because I'll be there forever. Uh, but it closes the goal difference gap if we do that. There was a great idea um, for an article about how Martinelli can both, uh, no, sorry, how Bakaya Saka can both um, overtake Son in the goal scoring charts and close the the goal, you know, the goal difference oh, gap by scoring sixteen goals. So, uh, oh yeah, that'd be great. So Everton aren't going to turn up. They're going to be absolutely wasted, as uh, Ojo put earlier, and they're just going to concede 16 goals uh, and we're going to close that gap and it's going to be happy days and then of course Spurs will score a winner in the last minute and uh, <laughs> it won't matter a jot no but speaking of Spurs predictions Chris what's the Norwich Tottenham score going to be 3-0 oh. 4-0 4-0 Tottenham I think they'll just steamroll them Harry Kane just got announced fit by Conte they'll put four against him fair enough CT so I was going to go for something pretty similar, but I think I think Norwich are going to beat them by a goal. Oh. <laughs> I love that optimism. The optimist. One, one nil to the Canaries, because right? <laughs> they never score any other way, right? And I reckon Puki, yeah, somebody somebody put it in the chat. Puki in the first minute on a one nil. Come on, um, I'm not sure it's going to be the first minute, but I just so love to see him score. Um, and shut them out. And you never know which Spurs is going to turn up. So mm. might as well an early thing. goal would make it so exciting. An early yeah, goal to Norwich would. would blow everything up. Like, whew. and the uh, thing is, they don't have to sit and hold. They could, you know, Spurs will attack, and Norwich would be like, we'll throw caution to the wind and keep yeah. attacking, like Newcastle. Yeah. Who knows? Ojo. Who's who's at home in that game? Is it Spurs Norwich, or Norwich? Norwich at home. Oh, then, then that uh, my prediction is one Chris mustache to all the trophies in the Spurs uh, trophy cabinet this year. <laughs> Again, oh, this dude. decade, you can even go back the past couple of decades. <laughs> Take your pick. Uh, I'm going to go for a uh, Pookie hat trick. Uh, it's going to be free. it's going to be five one, same as the Newcastle ten man uh, situation <laughs> from a couple of years ago. Um, and who else is going to get? Max Aaron's is going to get a couple, and then join Arsenal in the summer as Tommy Asu's backup. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> if we're going for wild predictions. Yeah, sixteen nil and five one Norwich. That's what's going to happen. It's what we're going to enjoy tomorrow. Well, you are going to enjoy it because I won't be watching it, but uh, you guys will enjoy it. Um, let's go into the chat box. Uh, Bobby says 2-0 to the Arsenal. Arsenal Grant says 2-1 to the Arsenal. MR Reaction is going 2-0. Mark says 2-1. Uh, Mohamdin says 2-1. Rancid going for a 1-0 holding with the winner. Nice. That's going to be a nervy one. Uh, Alpha's going for a 3-2 win. Harvey says 1-1. Uh, Ollie says Arsenal 1. Everton 7. Wow. Jeez. Jeez. Oh. Not, not positive at all. Uh, the Horster says 2-1. Gooners. Steve Stone says, sorry, everybody, but I can't see us winning 1-1. Mark says that Spurs are going to win 1-0 with a 94th minute Kane winner. Oh. 
Um, Rancer says 1-0 Norwich with Pookie getting the goal. Uh, Amira says 2-1 to the Arsenal, 1-0 to Norwich. Harry Kane own goal in the 94th minute. That would be glorious. That would be fantastic to see. Um, and Jared says 2-0 Arsenal win. King going for a 4-1 Spurs win. Arsenal 2 and Everton can't see Norwich win even with Spurs' red card. They are so <laughs> bad. Yeah, 100%. They, they just 100%. are bad. Like, it's just the They're worst so possible team that we could have had to rely upon. Even if it was like Watford, I might have had more faith. Mm. But Norwich, I've just got no faith in them at mm. all. And do you know what? They'll be up again next year. They'll come back up. Oh, they are the bad again. Yeah, yeah, they are. That is who they are. Um, They're not good enough for the Premier League, but they're too good for the Championship. But you have to keep the faith strong. First, remember Moura and and you know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Names are in the Europe European countries that first lost. This, I mean, you know, the, who knows, Ojo? Any, anything could happen, but we know what's going to happen. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you so but much. It, it would be incredibly really funny if you were, if you don't watch the game. <laughs> I mean, if I don't watch the game and it's somehow, you know, that we actually get it, you know, I'm still going to record a mental video of me running up and down, you know, outside our wedding <laughs> venue. That's definitely going to happen. So if we, yeah, that's another incentive Arsenal to win, you know, seeing me go absolutely mental at someone else's wedding. Um, <laughs> thank you for tuning in, people. Really appreciate your time. Do drop a like on the video and show my panelists some love in the chat box. Chris, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me. I stream on Twitch. That's my full-time job. So, uh, Nice. Yeah. It's number Streaming one what? lover. I stream League of Legends. Oh. Yeah, it's horrible. The most toxic community of anything in the world. Worse than the Arsenal community. And uh, that's my job. That's horrible. And you're in both, right? You're in League of Legends I'm and the Arsenal community. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> my life is just a mess. But, yeah, so number, uh, number one lover at twitch.com. Brilliant stuff. Oh. Love that. Love that indeed. Uh, CT, are you, are you streaming League of Legends anytime soon? You can team up with Chris. <laughs> What's League of Legends? <laughs> too like, old uh, you don't want to know. Uh, uh, no, you just find me on the Discord server talking yeah. rubbish, sending silly pictures and talking, giving dad jokes, basically. <laughs> stuff. There you go. Oh, Joe, tell people I can find you, fella. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Tom. laughs> So you can find me at uh, whatever is there after the ad symbol on screen. And also, please feel free to join the Discord server. We know we are at the end of the season. But do come in now that uh, Tom has decided to abandon the future of the nation and become a football writer full-time. It would help us if you join the Discord server and help the channel up. Hey, look, if you want to keep up to date with transfer news, that transfer channel does not sleep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it will keep you up to date. There's always someone throwing the links in there as soon as they see it. It's, uh, the Discord's it's amazing. Cool. The Discord's amazing. Everyone should get in there. You can Absolutely. see such great things. You can see Ojo saying that Kulaveski is going to be a flop. I know you wrote that, Ojo. That is <laughs> mental. I know you wrote that. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him flop. Watch him flop. He just got eight assists. Right he's got eight assists. No way. I remember <laughs> it. Was top scorer at- I, I definitely did Watch not play down that Kulisevsky move at all. I definitely yeah. I definitely thought he was going to be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was going to fail as well, to, to be fair. So I was an Ojo side there, that one. No way. <laughs> 
Oh, gutting. Absolutely gutting. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Chatbox. Thank you, panelists. Really appreciate it. Chris, Chris, and Ojo. Make sure you give them a follow on the Discord as well, and you'll be able to find them back on the show, I'm sure, very, very soon. We'll keep our fingers crossed, very crossed, as crossed as they possibly can be. And uh, I'll join you tomorrow morning for the next 8 a.m. show, but there won't be another show after that. Just cross every limb you have, and uh, maybe, (laughs) maybe a miracle will happen. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.